Air turns round to look for Daniel, but the creature isn't dead yet. It starts to crawl towards Air. She says there's got to be something on this cruiser to get rid of this. She turns and runs back inside of the ship. She goes to the map and then states, must get to the engine room. Just then the creature opens a door behind her to follow. Air opens a second door and moves through with the creature in tow. She runs through several corridors but she cannot escape it. She runs down some stairs, through more corridors to a set of ladders which brings her to the engine room. She runs up the engine and says if the boiler pressure shoots up, I can blow the ship to bits. The creature then falls down the hole and hits the ground next to her. She talks to it to say, do you know where we are? The alarms then go off in the ship. She says we're in Hell's Kitchen. She runs to escape, but the creature still follows. As we get through the last door, there's some CG, and air goes through the door, and the boiler starts to shoot steam. She jumps over the edge of the ship, and the boiler explodes, taking the ship out with it. Air's head then breaches the sea, and there's no sign of the creature. Back on land, Air, Maida and Daniel look out from the pier. Daniel says, it's finally over. Air speaks, saying, I don't understand, why do I have this power? Maida tells her, it's because Maya is inside you too, Air. She questions this and Daniel tells her, when your mother and your sister died, they transplanted a part of your sister into you. When you were seven, you probably don't remember, but you were born with a defect in your right eye and Maya's cornea was transplanted into it. Maida tells her, it said when you have an extreme experience, what you see is branded onto the cornea, but this hasn't been scientifically proven. Air says that was Maya's last memory, that was the last thing she ever saw. He tells her, as for the mitochondria, that was in Air's body, I think it underwent a different evolutionary change than Eve. By living symbiotically with Air's mitochondria, it still possessed Eve's power, from there, it evolved to the point where it could live symbiotically with the human nucleus. He continues to say, starting with the incident in Japan, and now with this, I wonder if this is a message to all of mankind. Daniel asks what type of message it could be, and he says, how can I explain? If the Earth is a single human being, we humans invade the Earth and become viruses that are out of control. We are, in essence, upsetting the natural balance of the body. This is definitely utter destruction. Daniel tries to protest, but Maida says, you see, humans are in essence parasites. And we can say we are parasites, and the world is our horse. The team goes silent, and Daniel says, look, the sun is coming up. And we get some CG to show the sun rising out of the water. We conclude the game with an end scene. We're back at Carnegie Hall, and a police car pulls up outside. Ben gets out of the passenger seat with Daniel driving. He goes to the rear and opens the door and says, Come on, Air, take my hand. Ben thanks him and Daniel gets out the car, saying, I'm not too good with these social events. Ben says, Not me, I love these things. And Air tells him, We have to make up for Christmas Eve. Maida joins them and says, This is my first time as well, I'm nervous. That's when Ben teases Maida and says, That's because you're with Air and she's dressed up and pretty. Everyone moves inside. We see Ea and Maida sat down. 
Midas says Daniel and Ben are late, aren't they? When Ea tells him the best hurry, it's going to start any minute now. Ea asks him what's wrong that he seems tense. He stammers and she asks what. He goes to speak to say, since I'm going back to Japan tomorrow, I might as well as. He gets cut off by Ben showing up, pushing Maida out the way. He says, move Maida, I want to sit next to Ea. Daniel apologises for being late and the play starts. And it's the same play as before, but this time without Melissa. The same scene plays out as at the start of the game. where the prince is begging his father not to kill the woman. Just as she goes to sing, everyone stands up expecting the worst to happen again. However, all that happens is the audience tells them to sit back down. They apologise and the singing starts again. camera then pans up and looks at the chandelier. We then get a bit of FMV. The camera looks at Ea and we see her eyes and they light up as her mitochondria are active. However, Daniel's eyes light up as well as Maida's and the camera zooms out showing the entire audience suggesting their mitochondria has also evolved. We then roll credits. However, we drop to the menu and we get a new game plus. And now we move to the map, there's a Chrysler building. And this building is 77 floors high. And on every floor, except one, and then every number ending in zero, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, and 70 through to 77 are randomized. And it's like a maze. And you can save every 10 floors. It takes somewhere between five and six hours to battle all the enemies and reach the top. However, once we get there, this gives us the true ending of the game. Air fights through every floor to the building. As she gets closer to the top, more gel appears everywhere. And when she finally gets there, there is a cocoon-like structure. She approaches it, and a heartbeat is heard and fades. The cocoon opens up, and inside is Maya in her hospital gown. Ea says my eyes, and the little girl says no, I really hear what you're seeing isn't an illusion. Ea calls her by name and says you're Maya, aren't you? And the little girl laughs, saying you're wrong again, I'm the original Eve. The mitochondria of Melissa was transplanted from this young body. Hans Clamp gave my cornea to you, and after giving my kidneys to Melissa, he continued to culture my liver cells in order to study the original me. As Melissa's body was giving birth to the ultimate being, I made a nest here, just in case Melissa or the ultimate being failed. At least the purebred would survive. This body belongs to your sister and has been cultured from the real thing. Ea says that's not true, but Eve replies and says, do you want to chat with your sister? The little girl then reverts to Maya and says, who are you? And Ea says, Maya, to me, do you know me? Maya asks, how do you know my name? Where's mum and dad? Where's Ea? I was in the car with mom, and then my body got really hot. Where am I? I have to go home. I have to. Ea's waiting for me. Ea tries to tell her that she's here. However, Eve then takes back over the body and says, Sorry to break up the reunion. Did you have a nice time reminiscing? 
He then raises a gun and Eve says you're challenging me, a purebred. She then says just remember this body belongs to your sister. There's one final battle now with the last Eve who is incredibly tough and is probably the toughest of the game. However, Ea does win and she sees Maya and then complains that her body's getting hot again. Ea starts hearing a voice in her head that says I have awakened. Ea questions a voice saying it's coming from within my body. The voice says the time has finally arrived. Ea then realises his voice is Eve. And Eve explains, Until a while ago, Maya's body had the most evolutionary form of mitochondria. But now your mitochondria has surpassed Maya's. I am now the highest form of mitochondria ever present. This is what evolution is all about. Survival of the fittest. Humans are the same. All knowledge and technology you see is about competition. In war, you use that knowledge and technology to determine who will survive. It's the same in the animal kingdom, where they tear apart their prey. Air tells her to stop it, but Eve replies, impossible. We have survived war. The time has come for us to be released. Another voice then says, stop, which confuses Air. Then she's told, don't interfere. Eve says, what? There are others too, other than you and I. Air then realizes it's Maya. Maya tells Eve this place belongs to me and Air, and they have a bit of a battle. Eve speaks saying she's losing consciousness and Maya says Air's waiting for me. Eve then disappears and Air says my body is back to normal before Eve ever came along, before I came to have all that power. She says Maya I've been waiting, I've always been waiting for you to come home with mum and I've always been looking for the other me. But you've always been with me haven't you? Always, all this time. Let's go home, Maya. Let's go back for good. We fade to black and we get a second credit roll, this time with some music. And some pictures from all the FMV of the game. And this concludes Parasite Eve. So I hope you've enjoyed it. I know it's been probably a bit longer than expected um six episodes i wasn't really sure how it would go i mean i've really enjoyed replaying this game um from when i was younger the story makes a lot more sense now and it's just something that i think probably square soft at the time we're experimenting with there's not a tremendous amount of gameplay it does seem to be a lot of dialogue and story more than anything however i do find that it was a very fun game to play and a very fun game to cover There'll be no episode next week. Going to take a very small break um, just to catch up with Mike and and get things ready for Batman Arkham Asylum. So now is a good time to sort of pick it up and start playing it. If you've listened to this whole thing, thank you very much. Um, as always, I really, really appreciate people listening. If you have any ideas or games you want to hear, you know, fire them across. I'm always willing to listen if you think it'll suit the podcast style. I know a couple of people have suggested a few things and I am looking to try to cover them, but we can only really record once a week, so it takes a little bit of time to get through things. But once again, thank you very much. Good night, and we'll speak to you in a couple of weeks.